You've eaten Gotham's wealth, its spirit, but your feast is nearly over. This is not my hole. It's an operating table. And I'm the surgeon. Why aren't you laughing? From this moment on, none of you are safe. Welcome to the Batman Book Club, a podcast exploring the Dark Knight Library. I'm your host, Ryan Lauer. The Batman Book Club is a proud member of the Batman Podcast Network, hosted by Batman on Film. Just go to batmanonfilm.com, click on podcasts, and you'll find the Batman Podcast Network that has a whole list of other Bat-related shows that also, like everyone who listens to this show and is a guest on the show, including my guest today, love to frolic about, frolic about in the fields. The fantasy fun fields. Frolic in the fields. There'll be frolics in the fields. We're all frolicking. All right. There'll they don't know who frolic. you are yet. So keep it quiet. It doesn't uh, matter. The spreading false information. Is also on Patreon. If you like what's going on with the show and you want to help support the show, keep the generators running in the Wayne Manor study. Just go to patreon.com slash the Batman BC. Now, don't thank you send for him listening. any money. This way he frolics into like a closet door and busts his knee. The voice you hear now. We'll get to in a second. But thanks for listening to episode 148, Batman in March. Another month has wrapped up, uh, which means, yeah, it's time to bring in the the frolicker himself, our favorite Nobody Italian, frolics. who is sporting a delicious uh, Batman Forever sweatshirt today. It's a uh, co-host straight out of Gotham, Peter Arvera. Pete? I don't frolic. I don't know anybody who does frolic. Lauer we all frolic. frolic. He yeah, lies. Frolic. He's a liar. Happy to have you here. Check out his bracket because I think something's missing. <laughs> Frolickers. No, uh, Jim Aparo is uh, notorious for frolicking around the DC offices. Never heard uh, that in New York. Before. Yeah, it's and it's I've everywhere. Neil Adams numerous times. Well, you'd have had to pay an extra tier to hear that story from Neil Adams. So that's, that's what happened there. Now, Pete. I think the people need to know this information that we're very lucky to have you today on here talking about this because um, we've pulled you away from baseball opening day, which is your Christmas. Yeah. Uh, so I you just can come talk back comics really quickly. Wado sucks. It's baseball season. <laughs> Football's over. Uh, and go yeah, twins. <laughs> Wado sucks. Lovely. Uh, yeah. So thanks. Thanks for coming on here, Pete. And us, us squeezing this in, making the time for us. Just play ball. It in. Getting it in. Um, let's get it in then, shall we? Don't let's start talking about. <laughs> <laughs> shall we? Let's get to talking about Batman comics in March. Now, Peter, this uh, well, usually we, when we you do that voice, it's infinite. <laughs> And infinite in March. Uh, this is this may be the lightest load of Batman comics for a month that we have ever had. I yeah, well, obviously we, DC has bent to our will. Yeah, the and uh, appreciated, but remember the those days of thirty comic books that we talked about in an episode. Yeah, yeah, and somehow thought it could do it in an hour. Well, basically, I pulled Jim Lee over into my office and said, "Jimbo." <laughs> Your uh, your free publicity is getting a little tired. Yeah, I need a I need a break. And he said he'd lighten the load a little bit. So yeah, so much appreciated. Yeah, much appreciated. And then I think 
next month could possibly be even a little lighter because on this list we have two series that this was the last one of those series in which we'll get to that so yeah i mean stay tuned but i know that there are some other books that are that are coming this summer in in may and stuff something always replaces them doesn't it that's right when you think you're going to save money on your monthly comics there's always a new mini series or maxi series or something just when i thought i was out they pulled me back in Pete, let's talk about the first Tuesday of March, my book that I cover every month on Batman on film. The main, the legacy title, Batman, and more specifically, issue 133. Uh, This is the the Batman of Gotham arc. This is the third issue of that arc. Uh, Check the receipts. You have not really been uh, much of a fan of this of this arc. I actually am a fan of this arc. I do like this issue because we almost get like... We almost get like Bat Batman Begins again, in which we get the debut of this suit, which I'm not like in love with, but it's all right. But I do like I do like the story and what what happened in this one. It's strange to me of mixing the colors where the Riddler was red. Um, but also it's not a huge enough deal that I care all that much. I do like Bruce going to the graveyard and running having a reunion with Alfred. I thought that was done really well. Um, I think it's I think it's an interesting and it's a fun it's a fun story and then I forget this guy's name this the villain of this one um it's not like red mask is it but I, the, a confrontation between him and Bruce is coming um I don't know I I'm having fun with this with the series even with some of like some of the changes that are out of the norm but I like this is a I don't know this is just like a fun little elseworld story with a twist to me yeah i'm not enjoying it at all i i think yeah. the issue's getting better um i don't like how he looks like sir knights a lot um sir knights like a lot yeah that's a little weird uh the riddler being red is not a problem for me but like red mask it, i don't i just i just don't like it i don't enjoy yeah. it i want him to get back to regular time um i actually have been enjoying the backup story more with robin trying to find batman that's a little bit more fun to me but this still just reeks of me of return of bruce wayne i've been there i've done that like i don't care anymore dude just can i get a classic batman and joker story from you and move on like like stop trying to be too cute already like i'm just i'm just fed up with it i really am i don't need it yeah like you've got him fighting the terminator to begin with and then you send him back in time i'm just like dude what are you doing give me something about detective (laughs) work your chips adarsky like you could do better than this sorry it just i think it's a i don't know it's it's valid. It's fair. It's not like you aren't giving it a shot. You gave it a shot and it's not it's not working for you. I don't like this isn't a story. I don't know how many issues this arc is going to be. I don't want this to be some 12 month thing and then continuity stays in this world or something. It's like eventually I'm going to want him back in status quo Gotham and adventures in the Gotham City. We know and he knows where Batman exists and has existed and stuff. So um, I hope we get there, but yeah, as for now, I I don't know. I don't mind it. I'm ready. It's kind of on. fun. You're ready to move on. Well, let's move yeah. on then to uh the next issue that came out that that Tuesday. Batman and the Joker, the Deadly Duo, book number five. Mark Silvestri's um now kind of horror-ish story. Uh why don't you kick us off with that one? Uh this was interesting. It gives us a little, you know, it just takes us down the story a little bit more. Um we kind of figure out who the main villains are or villain um, mm-hmm. and what the connection is to the Joker and Harley. Um, this one's kind of lost a little bit of its edge for me. 
I'm still this, enjoying just it. Just this issue? Uh, yeah. The past couple. Well, as the story's got like, it, it, it really like kicked off with a bang and yeah. it's just kind of gotten a little bit less and less. I'm still enjoying it. It's just not like hype train isn't like maximum, you know, speed right now. So uh, I'm just kind of I'm I'm wondering, you know, uh, how this kind of closes out because I feel like we're near the end here. Yeah, I mean we're there five are... books in, you know. And yeah, we've, we've got villain, two issues so... left. Yeah, so you know, uh, hopefully it ends with a bang. But I, I like the artwork. The artwork is very detailed and very realistic, and um, you know, I enjoy kind of Jim being. I don't know. There's like I don't know if it's because I'm a huge Killing Joke fan or not, but like whenever Jim's kind of like held captive, I get, I do like those stories a lot. You know, yeah. It kind of puts a little extra stake into it because it's a little bit more personal because it's Jim, not like some random politician or some random person who got kidnapped. Somebody or, you kind of care about. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> you have a history uh, with. Yeah. So when it's Jim, you kind of get a little bit more, uh, a little more oof into your uh, emotions there. But you know, uh, still enjoying it much better yeah. than the book we just talked about, Batman. But uh, yeah, just you know, the hype train went from like seventy five point seven to like now it's more like you know like a fifty five. <laughs> you know, it was really high up there for a while. Uh, it's it's still one that I get really excited to to read. Um, I think the story just got, here's what I'll semi sort of agree with. I don't think that like this issue continued that upward trajectory in the story. It kind of felt. Mm like on the same level as like last issue, maybe the issue before it. But the one thing that it did have going for it was I thought, and I told you, I was kind of surprised that it felt like it was Sylvester was very upfront with who the villain is. It wasn't like we're waiting on some kind of drastic reveal to where when that was revealed in this issue, it was like, Oh shit. Yeah. That's interesting. Um, And it's not, that's the twist on book six. So they have one more issue to wrap everything up. It's like, no, that was kind of done a few pages before issue five ended so we have two issues to kind of you know give that some some room to breathe and everything so um i like that like you said i love the art i think the art's great um it's a darker more mature story i really like that aspect of it too ain't no Um, frolicking in this one no (laughs) maybe the zombies are frolicking in the background i don't know if you saw that or not but uh this did you know this collection the deluxe edition of this of this series is already up for pre-order Really? Um, it's coming out in September. Yeah. So if people are haven't dove in yet, I mean, I'm sure it's on, you know, the issues are on DC Universe Infinite Ultra. But I don't know, give it give it a shot because I think it's it's a blast of a, a series. Uh, yep. Two issues left. I don't I don't I have confidence Sylvester is not going to like. I think he's going to stick the landing. I, yeah. I, I don't think it's going to be like a. I was going to say a disappointing ending. I don't, I have well, no idea what's what going to happen. That, but. Remember when I did that whole run for Tamaki and Detective Comics for that, that long stretch where it was like 12 books in 12 weeks? Yeah, those are the Arkham Tower. Yeah, that one kind of ended like a dud. I don't think, I I, I just, you know, like it ended yeah. and we were like, oh, did we miss an issue? Like, it, it felt like I, you know, and I even forget. I don't even remember how it ended. Yeah. So I, I, don't, I don't, I have a feeling this isn't going to end up like that. I think we'll get some resolution because, like you said, we got two issues left. So I actually feel like the story will wrap up next issue, and then uh, the issue after that will kind of be somewhat of an epilogue. Sure. This is my vibe. Yeah. All right. We're going to hold it to you. And if you're wrong, then you're canceled. Then you have to frolic in the fields of New Jersey. I'd rather be shot in the balls. (laughs) Wow, that's extreme. But all right, we'll hold you to that, too, then. (laughs) Uh, That's Pete. 
that's it for that Tuesday. Just two, just in and out. Two issues. So the everyone Tuesday, complaining there were too many bat books being published, you finally got your wish. I finally got your wish. Um, on the 14th, um, two issues came out. The first one, Batman, The Adventures Continue, season three, number three. Season I think, three, um, three. yeah, why don't you go? You can start this one off, too, because I got the next. Uh, this one I thought was it was it's fun. It still continues it. I just like I'm not really, I don't know. This whole like straight man story is uh is very interesting. Um, it's not probably not my favorite of the ones they've have written. Uh, the whole the Dini uh, Burnett combination since they've been doing these, but uh, mm-hmm. I'm enjoying it. Um, it's cool seeing you know just b taz again. Uh, but uh, this is not like one of my favorite issues uh, they've written. But uh, you know, enjoyable nonetheless. It is a part one, so uh, we'll see where it goes. But um, yeah, I don't know. It just, it just for some reason, this one just didn't click with me. Huh. Uh, I read it the day it came out, and I've sort of forgotten what all happened. So I'm skimming through now, and I do see that you know they bring in the wall and the Suicide Squad, which I think is a a fun little addition. Um, I kind of forget who. So I'm showing Pete that character is that was like on the roofs saw Batman. Um, oh, what's little, like a red little not the red hood, but she's wearing like a little red hood. Um, I forgot that's a new character for this, right? Because I don't remember her popping up. And I looked her up, I forgot what it was. Um, she just didn't seem familiar to me, but I'll find out. Give me a second. I think the issue is fun. Uh, yeah, part one of, of two, and it's. I don't know. It's it's Joker's having fun with somebody who, you know, has problems. So he's a cat, you know, playing, toying with <laughs> his food, basically. So I, it's it's fun to me. It's interesting. Um, it's not too heavy. It fits right into the animated series world. That yeah, uh, I'll reread this issue right before I read the next the next one when it comes out, but. I had a good time with it. Ooh. I don't even think the character is listed. Yeah. I'm like, I'm looking for it. I don't see her listed at all. But Barbara Gordon's listed, so I don't know. Is that supposed to be Babs? No, she was in she was looking up stuff in like at her desk with a little bat little bat mug and everything. She was part of hmm. the issue and it was unmistakably Babs. So doing some I don't know. I guess we'll find out. She did the the history of. That's right. That's right. What's his name? The yeah, guy. I don't know. <laughs> Anyways, we'll see how crucial she is to the next part, which probably kind of important to the resolution because she was in the final pages of this story too in a confrontation. She did kind of give Batman a, a bit of a beating. It did. So good for her. Um. Continuing on with the series that I am a fan of, Pete is uh, has nothing negative to say. You're in and out, but the Batman Scooby Doo Mysteries issue number six. This was fun. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, I didn't read this one, so tell me what it happened. It's not like you can for these issues. Like, what can you really say other than just like it's fun? Because it's not like the exact same story, but it's like you know what you, you know what to expect in a way. Batman and Scooby-Doo, lighthearted, fun, all ages. Who is it? Reveal at the end. You know, resolved. But so this one like is a typical episode of Scooby. 
Yeah. I mean, and this one was this one was fun because it seems like something that made it a little different was it seemed like Batman was avoiding the mystery, mystery ink, and they were avoiding him. Ooh. But there's a there's a reason for it at the end. Um Ivan Cohen wrote this one and he yeah, he was back on this show and I got to talk to him um in November. There's and I mean he kind of alluded to it. I think we talked about it of like especially when it comes into marketing, as much as you want to hold on to like a surprise reveal of who's in the issue for comics, it's like, no, we need to put that on the cover so people know, oh, this one's in there. So on the cover of this shows a certain villain to where when you're reading it, you're just like waiting for the inclusion. Like when's the reveal of that villain? Mm -hmm. Um, I guess you could say that's maybe my only nitpick, but uh, that aside, I mean, the inclusion is really, is fun. Um, The story itself is fun. The Batman's driving. It's, it's basically like the adventures of Batman looking Batman in the uh, Adam West Batmobile. Which is also really cool. Drawn really well, colored really well. So um whether people are picking this up or not, I think definitely check out check out this issue. You can dive right in on this one on Infinite. Or, you know, do like back up and start with issue one and read it. I think I think it's a lot of fun, but this is a definitely a plus for me again. You love these. These are I think this is yeah. your favorite reading thing every week. Like I, uh, I think you've paused reading the Long Halloween over again to reread these Batman Scooby Doo adventures. No, I'll, I'll lay them both out, and I just read a page of Long Halloween, page of Scooby Doo Batman. But then I close the Long Halloween and I read Scooby Doo because I love Scooby Doo. Scooby Doo is so great. And I really wish Scrappy was involved. Like, wow, that's really good. oh yeah, it's fantastic. And then Red Herring pops up. Like, wow, Red Herring. Oh yeah, Fred really got him. <laughs> like, wow, Ryan, you're you're. Oh, I love Batman and Scooby Doo. It's my favorite thing ever. Now, if you guys listen to Straight Out of Gotham, you'll know that Pete is a man of spot-on impressions, and what you just heard there was his perfect impression of. There's no impression. Me, Ryan. Ryan. That was Ryan really talking. <laughs> just like, wait, wait, hold on, hold on, wait, wait, what's going on? What's hey, oh, hey, it's Eric Holzman here, champion of Long Island. Hey, let me tell you what, I don't read comic books, but these guys are my friends. Hey, oh, hey, okay, yo, gotta go. Bye. Hey, stop by the ferry, you know, get a hot dog. I'll talk to you later. Whoa, Eric, how'd you... Eric, Eric Dice Clay, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Eric Balboa, everyone. Wow. There you go, special guest. Okay, check out Street Out Guy. <laughs> you never thought Eric Holzman would pop up on the back. Yeah, I had some comments Look, about uh, comic books yeah. on the show. Good for him. And then, uh, uh, well, thanks for that, Justin Peter. Kowalski Appreciate might it. stop yeah. by later. <laughs> oh, Kowalski. Kowalski. <laughs> Third Tuesday. Pete, I, I'm, you are sitting down, and I'm glad. March 21st came Batman Superman World's Finest number 13. Uh, I texted you. I usually like to withhold thoughts that I can see your face as I tell you them for these wrap-ups, but I had to tell you with this World's Finest issue that I think this is the best issue of this series. Yeah, this is I loved this issue. Flat yeah. out loved it. I'm a sucker for Metamorpho, so you know, I like him, him on the too. Good, uh... When he's randomly popped up, um, yeah. he's great. And I don't, I think I heard you on the Batman Animation podcast that you hadn't watched Beware the Batman all the way through. Correct. Uh, I, no, I haven't. I have never. Okay. I probably never seen the entire season 100. percent Okay. There's definitely like some t- some like some episodes in the middle that I probably skipped over. 
I only uh, say that because Metamorphone Simon Stag pop up in that show too. Oh, and that's there a great is, little two-parter, I think. If I'm yeah. yeah. And I, I, I'm with you of, I don't know a ton about Metamorpho, but like he's obviously very recognizable when you see him, you know who that is. Um, but there is something that I, I've enjoyed seeing. I've enjoyed seeing him in, in yeah. comics and stuff and animation and everything. This issue, uh, Dan Mora's back fantastic hopefully i get to see him at c2e2 when i'm there um but i just thought i loved a little bit of elements of this seemed very like 1930s metropolis which i thought was great okay good um inside of daily planet it felt that way too with some of the reporting um yeah i mean the way that some of the reporting the the mystery in itself of who killed uh who killed who Simon Stag and stuff. The origin for people that aren't completely familiar with Metamorpho. Like it's very faithful. Yeah, um yeah, I, I, the Batman Metamorpho uh, relationship is unlike many others because Metamorpho is usually a member of the outsiders. So you know, <laughs> him and Batman actually have a decent relationship. So Batman inve- investigating one of his very few friends, let's call it, uh, is somewhat of an interesting case. Batman and friends? That it is Metamorpho. Well, you know how I mean. Batman I know you and Bill are anti-Batman and anybody, so you yeah, know, so that that's rough for you too. But for me, this is really lies. interesting. Uh, the only person who's lying is you. You're frog in the field. Um, you know, Batman and his friend. He, did he do it? I don't think he did it, but I still have to investigate. I still have to do my job. That that angle is fascinating. Superman always the beacon of hope. Batman yeah. the uh, always the classic uh, pessimist. So the dynamic is really in this story in full force, and uh, really Wade has since this op- since the opening arc of this title, Wade has gone above and beyond expectations, and uh, really written probably some of the most I think classic Batman Superman books together since the Loeb run. Um, I-, I really think that this run is going to. S- Maybe by this, most likely by the time of his completion, be very comparable to uh, the Superman Batman uh, of back in the day. I think, yeah, like there's a page, the Jimmy Olsen full page that I think Mora draws that is just freaking, it's just great. Um, that has a, like to me, that has like a throwback quality a little bit to it. Um, yeah, just, and, oh, man. and then how it, and then how it ends. It, I, I mean, it's Jimmy. a great, it's a great, uh, ending mm-hmm. you know cliffhanger that it ends on of uh bruce wayne arrested for the stag murder and then look at that you tell me that's not b taz harvey bullock right there like and montoya too look at montoya. <laughs> montoya too yeah yeah i mean come on like love it this there's a lot of uh there's a lot of stuff in this book for batman and superman fans there's a lot of nuggets yeah. a lot of just wonderful artwork i mean even the little things, I mean, uh, Grayson's got his little Batman headphones and he probably purchased <laughs> yes. a Target in the Batmobile. Cute moments like that. Then you get, you so get panels where the whole Bat family's on the roof with the Superman. You know, it's really good stuff uh, for me. Drawn by Mora. Yeah. <laughs> you and I, are, you know, like, I we, we love Mora. I just did uh, with, with Bill, Bat- Batgirl Begins. So to see Batgirl mm-hmm. again, like, yeah, I'm kind of on like a little back. I'm a little Shazam Batgirl kick. Shazam mostly because yeah. everyone hates it. Yeah. <laughs> Batgirl because I just recently watched it, but uh, that's kind of where my head's at right now. Oh, and Fla- and uh, Flashpoint because Javi hates Flashpoint for yeah, God knows whatever reason. Just came across that too. Yep, he's a big hater of Flashpoint. Can't believe he it. Is. 
Um, <laughs> it's like I try to find things in my friends and I never let them forget how ridiculous they are. <laughs> like Lauer hates Robin for whatever stupid reason. Like, oh, Which I don't even understand where you made that shit up. Classic. Uh, classic Pete, classic Lauer, but fuck God, Robin. What a turd stain. Yeah. I was like, did you tell Rob Myers this? He's like, yeah, there's no receipts on that because it never happened. Uh, but anyways ever, world's finest number 13 the real ryan Lauer, you'd be very surprised check that button oh, so world's finest number 13 if you haven't read this started in this uh series at all there are some good issues in here but i think to me this is the best one pete and i have covered it since the first issue and yeah definitely yeah. jump on now if you haven't read it yet because you could totally this- skip that first arc because it's totally it's almost irrelevant to everything else that's followed yeah my opinion I, and i told you i was almost done of reading it with that arc and yeah i think it's rebound what did i tell you since don't give up on mark wade yeah don't do it it'd be silly um and then one of the concluding series if you will that also came out that third tuesday this month is the batman one bad day series and this one Apparently this is the, the best Ra's al Ghul story you could read this month let me tell you one that bad much. day Ra's al Ghul. so pete you can start us off with this one uh, this was uh, middle of the pack for me. wasn't wasn't bad. wasn't amazing. was good. was interesting. Um, you know, it it just felt to me like typical Roz. You know, I at one point I was like, oh my god, they're gonna turn Roz into John Wick. <laughs> like, my my wolf is dead. Everyone must die. Yeah. <laughs> and then it didn't become that. So like, I was really into it for like the first three pages because I kind of I I I Kowalski this. You know, I wrote rises in my head and it wasn't was on screen, so I got disappointed. Um, mm-hmm. and then uh, yeah, so I kind of wrote something in my head and it wasn't that. But then I read the book and I was disappointed, so I Kowalskied myself. Um, but it it does feel like just a typical Roz story, if you ask me. Uh, Roz, Batman, uh, Damien conflict. Damien's got to choose. There's the ultimate heartbreak, and then welcome back, Lazarus Pit. You know, like it just it seems very generic outside those opening three pages, in my opinion. I, I like it more one. than the Riddler book. Like it more than the Riddler. I, book. I loved this one. Okay. Uh, first off, I'll come out. So, uh, written by Tom Taylor with art by. I'm always screwed up. Ivan Reese or Ivan Reyes? I say Reese because okay. no one corrects Wait, me. We go to the Batman book club way. Ivan R. Um, not Ivan Ooze. Ivan R. I think that his <laughs> his art is exceptional in this. Yes. I think it's no, beautiful drawn book. Beautiful. Everything looks great. Uh, as far as the story itself, um, I thought it was, it was fantastic. I think for me, there's always going to be the debut of Ra's al Ghul that people will put up there as the best Ra's al Ghul story. Uh, there's Birth of the Demon, uh, which I love that story. The and whole then Demon trilogy actually is really yeah, they're they're all they're good, but then it's kind of like it's been a while since there's <laughs> uh since there's been a Raz story that I just that I have like loved. There's Resurrection of Raz al Ghul, which I followed, which was you didn't read Batman right. versus Raz al Ghul by Neil Adams, written and drawn. Don't everyone oh, no, knows no, you don't no, read no, Neil Adams. Everyone one. knows you don't read Neil Adams books that he writes. God bless you, Neil. You're my favorite artist. If you don't win this bracket, it's a scam. And Ryan knows what I'm talking about. But uh you can't you can't write, my friend. <laughs> yeah, that one could. that one's on Hoopla. And I'm gonna I'm gonna get to it because I need to do the work so that I can form my own opinion. But I've heard many warnings. Oh, of, start avoid. with Batman Odyssey. <laughs> yeah. Um but I, I don't know. I like this story. Yeah, it is kind of typical Roz, but also like it it's went very a little. Well written. It went a little. Taylor different. does a good job. 
I'm with you on the you killed my wolf. I will kill you all. I love it. I'm a little bit yeah. that way. You kill my cat. I'll kill you. <laughs> you know, right? Like that's but, what uh, you said to the vet before you left. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> but um, I think what's what I liked here was he had a little bit of the Ozymandias effect in um, laying out his plans, but then made it to where Batman can't stop him. He basically took Batman off the table and didn't bring Batman back until he accomplished what he wanted. And I really liked that spin on it. Um, I thought that that was fun. That's what helped make this different than other one issue stories, two issue stories with with Roz. And, and so and add to it the great art by Ivan R. And I just I think this one's the I think this one's a home been... run to me. This yeah. one's a home run to me. I really Who'd love you, this one. What cover did you get? I got the uh, I got the Ivan Reese cover. Me too. Same. I've been I've been sticking for all these one bad days. I've been getting the interior artists cover i know jim lee's done variants but i've just stuck to i've stuck to that yeah and yeah i, I think thought this I, one was I, I think the cover's pack. great too okay well i promised our pal carlos um shout out to carlos demon who was on the show back in february yeah, did you call him carlos demon yeah yeah that fits it just fits yeah. with the episode carlos demon that's his new name carlos demon um the son of the demon, Carlos. He's the son of the demon, <laughs> Carlos. But he was um, talking to me about this One Bad Day series. And I've had some other people ask me about the One Bad Day series and everything. And uh, Pete, uh, give me your ranking from, I don't know, you tell me. You're going go to go first to last or last to first. Uh, I would go first to last. Uh, I got. I, let me There's look, eight. You, there's eight. I got to look them up because I actually don't remember all eight. All right, I'll go first then. And I'll just, yeah. and I'll tell you, you can chat them down or whatever. So I'm going to go. Um, first to last, I'm gonna go number one, Penguin. Number two, yeah. Clayface. Number three, Razal Ghul. Number four, what did I say? Catwoman. Mm-hmm. Number five, Bane. Number six, Mister Freeze. Number seven, the Riddler, and number eight, Two Face. Um, one, two, and three. Penguin, Clayface, Ra's al Ghul, I think are very, very close. There's a little bit of a gap, like it drops a little bit. Catwoman and Bane, a little bit of a gap the rest of the way. But I did like, I enjoyed all of them. So even Two-Face being at the very bottom, I still enjoyed it. Um, but there's just, in ranking, those top three, I think were great stories okay now it's all coming back to me because i see the list uh i would go penguin clayface um bane catwoman mr freeze uh mm. Roz, uh two-face riddler okay we aren't too far off yeah i just I, I, I remember, that riddler story i did not enjoy i didn't like the daddy issues i thought it was really just not my whole thing and you know which stinks because i love the two guys who wrote it i will yeah. create a king and gerard I knew you'd be with me because of our conversation about the penguin. Yeah, penguin's definitely number one. Um, we loved that one, and then yeah, check last month, and we both went on about the clayface story too, which was excellent. I thought so, the Bane story was a lot of fun. I enjoyed that. Yeah, I did too. Uh, just you know, not as much as the four others that I put above it, but overall, I mean, this could be a whole podcast episode in and of itself. The whole one bad day initiative. Um, do you think that they accomplished what they set out to do? Are you? Yeah, uh disappointed in in the quality of the books do you think that no. they're fine i mean there's just some story there's just like really one story i didn't enjoy two faces okay for i remember i don't remember yeah. how, after i reread it but uh 
I, I've actually, I, I like the idea. Yeah. You know? It'd be cool to see something like this with Superman. Yeah. I think Superman yeah. villains need a, a little bit of a refresher. I you know? totally, I totally agree. Um, get the, and we've got get something some of similar villains. in this with Black Label and the Rogue. So Flash's villains have got covered. You know, yeah, I, 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 really, that'd be a lot of, that'd be, I don't know. That's a great idea. You know, do, do the other other characters. heroes and there's their yeah. villains and stuff. Um, I know that hard. So I'm I'm glad that they went with eight, and that was it. Um, don't overstate your welcome. I thought there was a man bad in here. I guess there wasn't. But I know that hard covers of each one of these are coming as well. Of each, so we're gonna get eight hard covers. Mm-hmm. Interesting. And let's see, the first one is going to be Riddler, and that's in June. And I thought that they were like going to have, they're having some kind of, has to be the one to know, because I'm pretty sure he looked into this, uh, like a hardcover or like a big slipcase that you'll be able to put all of the hardcovers in or something. I pro- honestly, um, I probably would only pick like half of them. I don't know that I will. I, I don't even think there's really going to be any kind of. So just think of, I mean, they're following following the if they follow the formula of Killing Joke, that came out as a prestige format, and then you know the collected, if you will, even like the twenty what was it a twenty five year or no it was the thirtieth anniversary deluxe came out. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I don't know with these that there's going to be a ton of like extras. So therefore, like, do you really need to double dip? And that's where I'm kind of like. Ah. Like there's, it says on the pre-order for the first one of a Riddler, eighty-eight pages. Um, I'd buy the Oswald story, no doubt. I don't know about the other ones, but I would definitely buy Oswald. Yeah, I mean, I say this and then watch like in stock trades or something has like a special buy them all for this price. Yeah, oh, okay. I'm like, but yeah, I'm I'm pretty I'm satisfied over the past eight months. The eight books I have here. Uh, I, I I did enjoy them all. I'll go back to some more than others, but overall it was it was fun. I'm glad that I'm glad that they did it. Um, but listen to Pete, do it with some of the other DC heroes. Because that'd be great. Uh, moving on to the last Tuesday of the month, Pete, your book, Detective Comics 1070. Have at it. Oh, great. Let's talk about this. Okay. Uh this was this is okay. <laughs> this is better. I just you know hearing hearing you on here talk about the book. I don't expect your grade. Of, you review it on Batman on film. Uh, I don't expect your grade to be what it is on Batman on film. Because uh, it's not horrible. It just doesn't vibe with my Batman sensibilities. You know, like it's it's about this new character, which I haven't felt like. And it kind of, I finally understand what like Justin and Wado were talking about. Not about football, because that's stupid, but about Tynan's run. In uh, creating new characters that are uninteresting, because I feel like that's what uh, V has been doing. I just don't care about these new characters, whether it's the werewolf, the six-eyed woman, or or this new philanthropist guy who's got something up his sleeve buying Arkham and stuff. I just I don't care about them. But like when he throws in Mister Freeze or Solomon Grundy or Two Face, uh, I get interested in like one or two pages. Um, yeah. And the artwork's really good. Um, the backup story is up and down. Spurrier is. Probably the most fascinating artist I've ever had to cover because I've never met anyone as inconsistent as him. Like his backup story, like it seems like Mr. Freeze knows what he's doing. So his victims are melting and they're still alive. So it was kind of interesting. Like, I don't know if (laughs) Mr. Freeze has lost his touch or not, but I want to find out what's going on in that backup story more than I want to find out what's going on in the primary. I'm just, I'm really just waiting this, this arc out and hopefully he gets to something else because 
when he gets there, you know, when he gets like those classic moments. And I said this about uh, uh, Peter Tomasi when he was doing Arkham Knight. Um, I was like, man, like this, I think this character sucks, but I like the storytelling. So I'm like, I'm waiting for you to get to a classic character. Then Tomasi gives me this two-faced two-parter and it blows my mind. You know, yeah. so like I'm waiting for V to get to that point. And I know he's got it in him. I just don't care about, you know, this this guy and the six, six-eyed lady. I just don't give two rats asses. Well, uh, I feel with it opening up with Solomon Grundy, I was like, you know, obviously instantly. Great cold Peter, open. I'll think of Peter and straight out of Gotham. But then, like you just said with Tynan, here's this Cheshire cat. Do we know her? I believe Cheshire cat is actually, I, I believe that's a, she's in Catwoman. That's a Catwoman okay. character. So okay. she's actually not V, I don't believe, unless he made up his own Cheshire cat. Not new but, IP. Uh, it's... That's, uh, that's a Catwoman character. If you've been following what's going on in Catwoman, like I've been telling you all to do, every month um then you would know this ryan lauer doesn't read anything ryan lauer only reads batman and gotham yeah that's pe- it. That's pizza pizza liar but that's fine uh, is it um, true? we you, we've already he doesn't even spend time in, in this conversation in, in crime alley for crying out this just stays in this issue i mean I've, I've said it for a few months in a row of like i just don't i don't need to come on here and just be like ooh, ooh. it's just like I, I don't know i don't enjoy it be I'm honest with really the audience ryan it. Don't tell them what they want to hear. Tell them what you need yeah. them to hear. I don't. I. I don't. I'm not invested in this anymore. It's. It's bottom of the stack. Like I gotta. Gotta read this now for our discussion, and that's kind of. That's kind of it. I'm curious. Um, what would I, you grade this? I, I like your point. Oof, what would I grade it? Like I don't know. C. Really, C. C. And that's okay. because there are. And that's like you're what you said with moments when you know batman and familiar characters and they're they're on my shelf over there so many batman collections and stuff where it is brand new characters that batman comes across and everything and it's it's not that i like it has to be a member of the rogues or else i'm out like it, it just needs to be a story i that draws me in and this one like it turned me off a long time ago and it hasn't recovered but when he does come across like the scenes in this one with talia it's like I'm invested, and I like, I, oh, okay. As you referenced yeah. before, stuff with Two Face, stuff with Mister Freeze. Like, then you tease the book at the end. We with Roz, like, and you're that. like Okay, that's interesting. Yeah, and those are those elements are good. It's the other stuff that's just like, oh man, this is a slog. I can't. Like, I'm just not. I don't care. It's like all the supporting details care. are more interesting than the plot. Yeah. So I'm with you. Of give me do a I don't know a sea level villain or something. I don't know. I'll take Batman and at this point. Arnold Wesker and Scarface story or something like that. And I'm like, sweet, let's see what you got. Cause I do. I I'm with you. I think that he could probably knock me on my ass with a story like that. But this one, I'm just not, I don't like it. Yeah. And like, I like, I, like Ty- I like some tiny zoo creations. Like I was a big clown hunter fan. I still enjoy uh punchline a whole lot. Say so you were a punchline fan. I think almost from the get go. Yeah. i like punchline and clown hunter, but like, you know, this just reeks of like, Oh, there's like three ghost makers here. Like all these characters suck. Hmm. Yeah, I don't. I just don't care. So there we are with Detective Comics. Till next time. That was a lot more than what I was going to say about this. <laughs> uh, wrapping up, also, Batman Gotham Knights Gilded City number six of six. Um, this is this is another one. It's more mature than the Batman Scooby Doo, but as far as like fun level, this has been kind of an easy read to follow. Yeah. Uh, and it, I think it wrapped up nicely. I think it was fun. And whenever this collected comes out, I'm going to pick it up because I do think 
it is a you know it's a pretty contained story and i you know it's got the bat family with batman it's got you know cool flashbacks that i kind of thought which i know like at the beginning i've said before i'm not usually oh there's always been a batman of some sort in gotham it's like i roll a little bit and stuff but this one kind of i don't know this was fun it worked um it worked for me good when it got switched to vandal savage like yeah. when as soon as that ma- as soon as I was able to make that connection, the flashbacks really worked for me. They were an issue early on, but I think this was fun. This is mm-hmm. probably one of the better video game tie-in comics I think I've ever read. I'm with you. I think this is better than probably some of the, the later I, I Arkham do, stuff. I do want to reread. I've got them in my long box. The Arkham City six issue series that Paul Dini did. Um, I, I thought think... I liked that one quite a bit, oh, but I don't Arkham remember Knight. much. Okay. I have a bunch of them collected. I'm looking. I'm trying to figure out where. Arkham Knight are. had Tomasi. Yeah, I picked well, up like I, the hard covers of those, the Ollies for like four ninety nine. Ollies, you love Ollies. The Batman Book Club is not sponsored by Ollies, but go there. Yeah. Good stuff, cheap. No, they have uh, what was it, like Arkham Unhinged. I'm trying to find that those issues are treated. I think they're behind something. I can't really see them right now, but um, those are really good. And then, oh yeah. Hey, because it was like they took the Arkham games and they created their own time storyline, which was like what I thought of this. Yeah. Whereas, like, I I don't know, I didn't read the Arkham Knight uh, comic tie-in, so I don't know about that. But I felt like this was better than the, the past couple ones that I've read. There's an Arkham Knight uh, novel story that wasn't like you know retelling the Arkham Knight story. It was just like a, a Riddler, yeah, almost like a side story or whatever. And that was actually really really cool as a novel. But yeah, this is. I mean, I'm kind of I'm with you video game tie-in comic series and stuff this was this was a lot of fun i didn't uh i enjoyed this quite a bit yeah it's it's so, called, i got my light out here it's it's called arkham unhinged uh those are really okay. cool if you if i mean who isn't a fan of the arkham games so if you haven't read those i suggest you check those out because those are also very good comic book tie-ins yeah uh, as i think that uh, this gilded city and it kind of makes up for because like i didn't you know, I'm kind of priced out of uh, consoles and yeah, and games at the moment. Like I'm just not showing out that kind of money for an Xbox Series. X. I want I want Haas to Haas or Chris Clow or Micah to check they this can just out, re- and then they can just record them. it on YouTube and I'll watch them play the game. There That's what people do these days, right? You watch other people play video games. I'd like them to explain the connections to the game and stuff. But hey, that does yeah. it for the the main Batman titles of March. So that now, Pete, you know what time it is. Uh, first Tuesday, we're big fans of this one. Joker, the man who stopped laughing. Oh yeah! Oh, you got the you got the Lee uh, Bermejo cover. I've been getting Bermejo's covers for each of these, and I will continue until he doesn't do it anymore. This one is up there with the Santa Claus Joker one. I love this Nurse Joker stitching ha ha on the side of his face. Fantastic! Ugh, so good. Lee Bermejo. Justin doesn't like that. It's too scary. It's amazing for his kids. I know it's very scary. Uh, I bought the uh, as... standard cover of Joker in front of the burning Hollywood sign because I just thought <laughs> with attack helicopters behind it just because it seems insane. <laughs> it's insane. It really does. It's pretty crazy when you look yeah. at this cover. <laughs> it reminds it. me of uh, Die Hard when he's on top of the roof. <laughs> and it's like, oh, it feels like something. <laughs> he's like, I was in junior high, dick. All right. <laughs> uh... The quarterback is toast. That's what happens in the playoffs when the Vikings play. Uh, you know, that's what they say for Kirk Cousins. So anyways. <laughs> written by Matthew Rosenberg, who you and I have been fans of. Check uh, many issues yeah. back. We've been a big oh. fan of his. 
Carmine or Carmen D. Gian Domenico is the artist. Um, this is the Joker in Hollywood, much like your cover depicts, uh, raising chaos, burning Which everything. Which Joker? To the is it the real Joker or the fake Joker? That's been the story. Yeah, that's what's actually a lot of fun. I feel like the Joker that's gotten the shit beat out of him is the real Joker. Um, a, a ball Joker, you mean? You think it's ball Joker, right? Yeah, I I think this is the fake one that we're following here out. In, I think the fake ones in Hollywood LA. too. Mm-hmm. But I mean, it doesn't diminish, um, what happens by any means. I think this is just a, as this evil. Is a blast. Yeah, I love his taking pictures with, with the cosplayers out on yes, Hollywood Boulevard. Well, I love the opening with the martini and the uh, the comedian. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that was good too. Yeah, and with the the posing with that the wife and the husband's taking the picture at the end on Hollywood Boulevard. And he's like, you know, the clown man looks wrong. He should be putting up a fight or crying or something. Next panel. He's like, how's this? And he has a gun out in Batman's face. (laughs) Like, I don't know. There's like good dark humor in this too. And it's just, this is a, this book's a lot of fun. Like I love Um, the, I love the splash page of I love LA. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, I think that's what inspired the cover at first. When got to the backup, I got a little disappointed because I was like, oh, no, Francesco Francavia is not doing the art on this one. The art's comparable. But then I got invested right away. Uh, first of all, I love that they still use that old, the Joker yeah. title the, the card. Old, like Denny O'Neill font, yeah. Yeah, that's good. And then Very the much. issue itself is actually just like a lot of fun. Um, fun little nods of stuff everywhere. It's so bonkers, and then, man. And then the... I love the tribute to 89. The, the parade, yeah, the parade is just what I was going to say. Like, I loved that the parade in here. And then the story in itself of this little short of, you know, basically it's uh, a twin and he, he comes to take Joker's place. Like, that, I don't know, it's just a fun idea. It was well executed in like what? It's, six, it's very pages. interesting because it's like, is this like part of like, it makes me go back to like three Jokers and like, have we now established that there is never one definitive Joker? But they're there the Joker's not one person, but he's actually a mantle that psychos pick up. You know, that it yeah. it, it, it kind of defeats the purpose of the killing joke, right? But um it seems to kind of be where they're leading. Um, you could almost say three jokers defeats the purpose of the killing joke, but it works so much too that it is like, I don't know, it works. So yeah. I get your point for sure. And I think that's an interesting idea and concept. My preference is that there is just one, but he inspires a lot who try to be him. And I think that's what, that's how, where my mind can go in this backup. But I think, I think the whole issue, the issue as a whole was great. The backup was great. Like yeah. this is such a, this is such a fun series. I mean, yeah, um, it's cool that he actually, they actually got Manhunter involved in this. Yeah. Is that a character you're very familiar with? There was. She's popped up detective? in Batman titles before. I think detective they were doing when they were doing backup stories um, in the late two thousands, uh, and and I think Manhunter popped up in that. That was my exposure to her, uh, which is cool. I haven't sought out and looked, but I know Archie Goodwin um, in his Legends of the Dark Knight collection. Um, he has a bunch of like Batman and Manhunter in that, and so I've read that too. So okay. that's cool. Okay. Um, I was expecting a big no from you, but I'm impressed. I'm no expert, so You're I'm not, not. going to be starting the Manhunter book club. So, well, I'm sure somebody on Twitter will. If I did, it would be on the, um, 
Michael Mann film from the 80s. Get that reference? <laughs> Reno would. <laughs> so would your pal Andy. Um, also, that, I thought you would see. review Shazam for your first episode. Yeah, yeah. Poison Ivy, number 10, also came out. Uh, Pete, you and I were figuring out our schedules. I was able to sneak this one in because I thought I was going to have to record without having read it. But it was a quick read. It was an easy read. It was a fun read. Um, I don't have as much fun with this as I do the Jokers, but also I think I don't, it's a fun read and easy to just kind of keep up on and just have fun with another familiar character in Gotham. I'm really enjoying this book. I'm enjoying mm-hmm. Ivy's escapades on her road trips and all that jazz and her conflicts with Harley and just people in general. So it's very fascinating. I think I think Miss um, Wilson really does write a good story about an individual and their journey and i think that's what this is all about and uh i don't even really think ivy knows what her journey is essentially because she keeps making these pit stops and uh they keep kind of changing her way of thinking a little bit you know it's 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 changes her plans yeah it's definitely a story of growth and uh Mm -hmm. you're seeing that every issue and uh i mean how cool is this cover though like it just like you look at it, you don't really know what it is, but then you realize it's kind of like a convenience store corner of the aisle. There's a security yeah. camera, the the little mirror for the cashier. So it, it's kind of cool. Mare! Mare! You see what they have to work with here. <laughs> um, so it's just, it's fun. I enjoyed it. I mean, it. Yeah. Stories like Ivy, you never really see them pop up. And for a while, it was only Amy Chu who was doing Ivy stories. So I'm happy that she's got her own title again. And, uh, you know, it was, it, it's been an extended series. It was at one point a limited series. And now they've extended it for a few more issues. So I'm enjoying it. And uh, I'm just, I'm just having a blast. You know? I think what, so the hesitancy when they announced something like this is what, and I mean, you mark it and Daniel Neal commented on it before when they did the Joker series in the seventies that only lasted 10 issues and the, the complications they had of, well, Joker kind of can't be Joker because it's his series. So it's almost like you have to change him and almost make him the, you know, the protagonist of the issues and stuff. I think a strength here definitely is, the joker the man who stopped laughing is joker multiple ones even being who they are it's not changing the the character at all and you get to continue a a good story a compelling story poison ivy i kind of feel like the same thing she she hasn't changed in this and that you're still able to follow this is issue number 10 and you're still able to follow and say the character has remained how she is it hasn't been a drastic change stories interesting um and I really like that. So I'm really curious with this Penguin series that's coming in June, I think. Um, I don't know if Tom King's doing like how many issues, if that's ongoing, if Tom King's doing all of them or if it's going to be a different writer. All the I time believe it but... is now a 400 issue run. Oh, OK. Well, yeah, you know, so start, start really with excited. the first. Buy them all. Uh, <laughs> but I'm interested to see what they do with with the Penguin. Yeah, there. that's really. But, a, I mean, obviously, a top we'll of my reading list. Yeah. Yeah. Um, also, let's see, Nightwing, number 102, which continues what you and I both assume um, is a lead up to the teen, the new Titans series that's dropping in June by Tom Taylor. Um, I'm trying to think who more. I don't know who the, I'm forgetting who the first name, the artist on this one. It's not close, close to Fernando Blanco's art, but also different. I'm, I really like Blanco's art. Um, this this issue was fun. It was fun having. That was Bruno Redondo. Bruno Redondo. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, who am I thinking? Jeez. Yeah. Thank God I'm here. Um, Correction mistakes. Yeah. The um, the amount of emails 
sent to Final E33. Final E33 Yeah. <laughs> Eric but yeah, I thought this, I don't know, I thought this issue was fun. Yeah, um, I mean, like most of this stuff, but it was, like it was fun, not groundbreaking, you know? Mm-hmm. Whereas um, just like Nightwing in Bloodhaven with working with Barbara, like I thought those were great. So this first, you know, like 20 issues of all of them are pretty damn pretty damn good. This one was just this one was all right. And then the backup, I think, is just fine. So yeah, uh, I think I enjoyed the backup more than the primary a little bit. Uh th- just because the primary seems to be, like you said, a vehicle for the new Teen Titans book. I wonder if there's even going to be a Teen Titans book, or are they just going to publish the Teen Titans within Nightwing? I wonder what they're actually going to do because mm. it kind of seems like they're going to do that. Okay. I mean, they've um, been in the past. Is this the third issue in a row now? Yeah, like I kind in? of feel like if you're going to tease it, you'd, I don't know. We'll see what happens next month or as time yeah. goes on. But, um, it's cool. I mean, I'm sure Hobby's really excited having all this Wally West stuff back now. Yeah, you know? but uh, I, I like I said, I I really did dig um, the the backup Night at the Circus a little bit more. So that's been a little more fun for me. You yeah, know, anytime you go back to uh, Dick Grayson and Batman, uh, you got me. You got my attention. Robin. Yeah, I like Robin. Uh, no, you don't. No, okay. You don't. Uh, lastly, on my list is the finale. So a third book that we're done talking about, Gotham City, year one, number six. Oh, boy. When this comes out, buy the collection, people. Pete, I loved this story. Isn't it crazy? Because I, I had to get you to read it. Yeah, you I wasn't. Were, I almost wasn't going to do it. You were like, ah, I mean, not, there's no Batman. I don't like Slam Bradley. When it started, it's like, Pete, I don't know that I'm going to be able to read 25 of the 30 issues that should be covered this month. I Maybe I'll wait on this. And then I ended up reading it. And then I was I was hooked. And then getting to talk to, um, you know, shameless plug, Tom King back in January even. And he said that people weren't reading this book. And I'm like, well, I thought people enjoyed great comic book storytelling. Um, Did you tell him that I talk it up all the time? I mentioned your name twice, at least. That's right. So, uh, yeah, I just think uh, good conclusion, twisted conclusion, um, surprising. Yeah. Art is great. The noir angle of everything is is great. Uh, it bookends really well where you figure out who, you know, who Slam was telling this whole story to and why. Like all of it. I just think like this was a great six issue story that I can't recommend enough for anybody who's listening and hasn't read it. Yeah. It's just, it's a really cool Wayne story. It just goes to show you that they're really, the Waynes are really horrible people until Thomas Wayne. Yeah. Like that's kind of the vibe I picked up. Like the, yeah, they really were bad. They were bad. Just your typical horrible, rich people who didn't care about anything until Thomas. So it's fascinating. And you find out the history and, you which know, is like, fine with me. Cause that doesn't, you know, that, that doesn't take away anything because yeah, we've I like always it a little been bit more on. Than, yeah we've always been in support of Thomas Wayne and Thomas and Martha Wayne, but then we just didn't get much backstory of their lineage, you know, going back even further. So I think you can kind of muck that up as much as you want because our attachments to Thomas and Martha, who in our minds are good, were the good people. Yeah. And I, I like it more than what, uh, uh, was the, the, uh, the telltale game where it made Thomas Wayne, the bad guy, you know, like, yeah, was kind of, we've had a little bit of a, of a trend where Thomas Wayne isn't perceived as such a positive influence. Joker's another instance, uh, where Thomas Wayne, not as not big of a fan of that. Yeah. I, so. I'd much rather have Thomas be the, 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 uh, the lone good egg. Uh, yeah, but um, I love the story mostly because I love slam Bradley. You all know that. Yeah. So I will fall slam everywhere. Uh, it, this is one of Tom King's finest work because it's a real, 
solid like i mean you you can't read this book and not think of chinatown you know it's so good mm-hmm. it's so good I, so it's one of those and i know that so ed brubaker and sean phillips do uh it's called reckless kind of like um you know like every six months it's a complete Bro. story of like 120 pages and they're great and i've heard him talk in podcasts before of like these are these are like pulp pulp stories from back in the day of Hopefully people who don't read comics can grab that book and just read it and enjoy it. They don't have to be massive comic book fans, et cetera. I think that Gotham city year one can fit into that as well. You could hand this to somebody like you just want a good throwback noir story. Here you go. You don't have to do any homework. Nope. Just jump in from the beginning and read it all the way through. No, um, I, I can't, can't praise it enough. I think it's just yeah, great. I love it. I'm, I'm really upset. I mean, I get why people aren't reading it. I love it. it. I'm really upset. No, I love it, but I get why people aren't reading it because you look at it and you're like, all right, well, where's my Cape Crusader? You know, well, you yeah. got to read it. You read yeah. the story. Um, I, I feel bad because you hear Tom King say people aren't reading it and it's really amazing. It's really fantastic. Maybe it's changed because I've also heard like writers and artists and stuff say that they're they're massive supporters with people buying the trade collections of their stuff as well and people waiting for that they're big fans of that so i really hope that the word got out on this and that people will run to it even if it is a little delayed yeah I'm it's great with you uh what else do you got pete uh batgirls issue 16 everyone knows this uh series just got canceled i believe at 19 but this is really crazy mad hatter story spoiler turns into a man bat check out how it ends you guys are gonna well, love it really, there's your a lot tease. of fun there you go. That's a lot of fun there. Uh, Deceased War of the Undead Gods, issue seven. This is an eight-issue maxi-series. Alfred becomes a specter, and shit happens. You got to read this. <laughs> this is one of the craziest stories that Tom Taylor has ever written. Uh, really, I, 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 mind-boggling stuff. This series is absolutely unparalleled. Dark Side was a zombie. Now Dark Side's pissed off. Uxus. Uxus is coming for revenge, so blood will be spilled. Check out uh, Deceased War of the Undead Gods. Uh, Harley Quinn Legion of Bats ties into the animated series. Uh, kind of a dud on this one. Not really a big fan on this. Uh, of all the Harley Quinn books, you can skip it. Harley Quinn. Uh, I don't. I didn't get twenty eight, but twenty seven is really fun. Uh, because just because I haven't been to the shop. Check, so if I'm a month late, I, I'm sorry. But Multiverse Harley, that's really cool. And to continue, uh, there's also Harley Quinn screws up the DC universe. This is a Multiverse Harley adventure. So old old lady Harley's back with new Harley, oh, nice. and kind of an Amanda Connor setup type thing. So it kind of goes back into that. Superman lost. Uh, I know it's a didn't get to book, that. You told me to, and I didn't get but to it. Lois Lane has issues with Bruce Wayne. And uh, I think that's more than enough to talk about it in this story. Okay. Uh, check that out. It's written by priest. It's a 10 issue maxi series. Uh, this is going to be a game changer. I really I liked issue one. Um, Justice society of America. This is cool because uh, we got to find out who killed Batman, like the greatest TV show of all time. Gotham Knights. Uh, Helena Wayne is joining the JSA. So Batman's daughter, the huntress, uh, is uh, trying to figure out who killed her father. That's interesting. Check that out. So uh, if you've been enjoying Gotham Knights like I have and normal people, then uh, you will enjoy this. Catwoman, 53. Catwoman is running her clique from jail. There is also, she's also got her own clique in jail. Uh, Punchline is trying to get Catwoman in jail. <laughs> Catwoman's <laughs> pulling the strings while she's in jail outside. It, it, it's really cool. It's a really cool, like, just 
Catwoman story. I, I, it's unlike anything I've read because she's in prison. Uh, very similar. I, like I get, I get like some vibes of Zdarsky's like Daredevil in prison run. So check that out if you like that. Uh, if you like that, then I think you'll dig this Catwoman stuff. But uh, that's uh, those are my recommendations. The only thing I probably don't recommend is the, the end of Harley Quinn Legion of Bats. I just wasn't feeling it. Gotcha. That yeah, the Harley Quinn, the Harley screws up the multiverse or whatever. I was interested in checking that out. Just didn't get to it. And then also really when I, I didn't I didn't mention I'm really interested in how this how this is uh Waller versus Wildstorm. I'm curious on on that one. I didn't get to it in time mm. for this recording, but it um, sounds interesting. I just don't care about Wildstorm enough. I never did. I, I don't either, but I know it's gonna be, you know, Amanda Waller and Suicide Squad, so that's enough to at least pique my interest and I'm curious where that's gonna go. Okay. Um, there we go. That's Pete, that it. does it. Another month in the books. All right. You know, eventually, one day. Yes. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, where are you going? What's the ending of that? But nope, that's, that's, that's what it. I got. That's, that's what it. you got. Well, thanks for um, leaving the ballpark to come record in the studio, Pete. Uh, you're very welcome. Now get back to the ballpark. Yeah. Let's, not, first. Have, let's not have this happen again. Okay. Next month. Um, why don't you go ahead and, and plug away? You can follow me on social media. It's Twitter, Instagram, Mastodon, uh, Zach Snyder's favorite platform bureau at Pete illustrated. You can follow podcast number one. That is a news-based podcast that I co-host with a champion of long Island, Eric Balboa at straight <laughs> underscore O underscore G on Instagram and Twitter. That's straight out of Gotham. We have a Facebook group and a Facebook fan page. Can consider checking out both check out, uh, at Italians for Spidey on Twitter. The Italian Spider-Man Coalition. That's another podcast I co-host with the Caruso's, everyone's favorite father-son duo to argue with on Twitter. Uh, that's a lot of fun. Check that out. Check out at Team Yellow Oval because Keaton's back, the Oval's back, and uh, well, Batgirl's canceled, the Flash is not, so that's coming out. And uh, Keaton's in full force. I'm on BatmanFilm.com. I got comic book reviews. I got a review of the Detective Comic that we talked about, and I just like so much. That's up there. Uh, I did a Batman animation, a.k.a. cartoon by cartoon with the old gunslinger doing uh, Batgirl Begins. Uh, Ryan Lauer loves that. He actually loves my new title as well. Uh, what else do I got? Uh, check me out on Batman Film YouTube. I'm all over there. And, uh, you know, just Lauer, let's uh, let's take us out. <laughs> okay. Hope everybody wrote all that down. Um, yeah. Hope they're following all those all those spots. You better be Javi. Better be Javi. Uh, as for the Batman Book Club, follow on Twitter at the Batman BC. Now it's very crucial to go to Twitter right now because, as you have seen this month, the Batman Book Club Bracket Challenge 2023 is underway. Has been heavily underway. Something's missing. Uh, to find the greatest Batman artist, and there have been some pri- some surprises, some surprising outcomes this month from all of you who have voted. So I appreciate everybody who has participated and voted, and it it is it is crucial now to go there as we're. As of this recording, um, the final four is underway, and it needs as many votes as uh, you can muster. So head there on if Twitter. Neil Adams loses. You guys have the worst taste. What if you lost to Jim Aparo or Norm Brayfogle? I think uh, that those I'm three, sorry. Those Neil three, Adams changed the way the entire company drew Batman. I apologize. And that's not me putting down any of... And I love Jason Fabic, who's also in it. He's the surprise to me. I'm not surprised the other three that are in the final four. Fabic I'm surprised that Bray Fogel beat Sale. I didn't think that was going to happen. You didn't think so? No. It wasn't as close as I thought it was going to be either. Um, Especially yeah. with the recent passing of Sale, I thought Sale would. Yeah. Really so, uh, yeah, go to Twitter, at the Batman BC, cast your votes. Um, it's going to get really fun. 
here as we make our way through these last two last two rounds you can also follow on instagram at the batman bc make sure to subscribe to the batman book club youtube channel pete and i have had uh scheduling all over the place but we're going to get back to the road to no man's land and finish that omnibus uh, ryan said he, he hates the story he doesn't want to read it anymore cp continues to frolic in the field of lies I don't, i'm not frolicking so make sure you go to youtube and check that out because pete and i will return in april to that um, as well as previous video episodes uh, talking with uh, people like Tom King and Lee Bermejo and Kelly Jones. So check out the YouTube channel there. Uh, if you want to support the show, a uh, variety of ways you can do that. Number one, patreon.com slash the Batman BC. Number two, tpublic.com. Go there, type in TBBC for the Batman Book Club. You can buy merchandise like t-shirts, onesies, notepads, um, notebooks, anything anything like that with the the logo on it. But if you want to support the show and you don't want to spend any money at all, it's 100% A-OK. The quickest, easiest, and most impactful thing you can do is rate and review the show wherever you listen to it. So uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon, Google, um, iHeartRadio, wherever. Just go to the rate and review page and rate and review the show because the more reviews the show gets, the more it helps spread the word. And as we all know, the word is precious. I knew that was coming. All right. So for the Italian stallion, I am Ryan Lauer. And until next time, read my panic, guys. Yeah!